Miracles have occurred throughout history, but are there supernatural answers for the emotional, financial, physical, and spiritual needs we face today? Miracles still happen, and in the next few moments, Sam Luke will share practical insights into knowing the God of miracles. Join Sam and the Victory Tabernacle Church family as we encounter a God who makes miracles still happen. Hello, I'm Pastor Sam, and welcome to Miracles Still Happen. I'm so glad you joined me on the program today. I want to talk to you today about how to defeat the enemy of your So, how to deal with the devil and overcome him. The Bible tells us that we're more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. Paul declared that God causes us always to triumph over the enemy through Christ. So that's the message today, dealing with the devil and defeating him. And if you will call me now, and here's the number to call, 804-744-8881, I'm going to send to you absolutely free and postpaid this little book called The Supernatural World because it talks about how to defeat the devil. I even tell you about a trip that I took to Guyana only weeks after the Jonestown Massacre and what God revealed to me there in Georgetown, Guyana. I believe God wants you to be victorious in every area of your life. So please, I want you to stay tuned for the next half hour. At the end of the program, we'll come together for a special prayer. One more time, remember, if you want this book, The Supernatural World, no strings attached. We're going to send it to you free and postpaid. Just call us now at 804-744-8881. That's 804-744-8881. Now let's go together into that service that's already in progress. He said, Be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. You wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand an evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, put on the helmet of salvation. You know what? Some of you ladies, you're all so pretty. God bless you. I love the way you fix your hair. Some of you, I mean, it's just hair, just pretty. I was at the uh, uh, funeral the other day. You know how your mind wanders at a funeral? There's a lady in front of me, I saw her hair sure is pretty. I don't know what the guy was saying up there doing the eulogy, but that woman's hair was I thought was pretty, just pretty color and fixed pretty. You know, I love the way you fix your hair, but you need to use your head for something besides a place to hang a wig. Oh, I feel somebody, I feel the spirit of the devil up in here now rising up. Amen. You need to start thinking the thoughts of Jesus. I don't care if you've got more extensions than AT&T. You need to start thinking the thoughts of Jesus. Amen. And some of you men are just as bad. You, don't, you, you just don't think anymore. It's just like everything is just emotions. You need to start thinking. What would Jesus do? Let me think this through. And God will touch your mind. Love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. How do you do it? By the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Then he said, put on the, the, the breastplate of righteousness. Ever heard people say, I'll tell you, I'm not going back to that church anymore because they hurt my feelings. I'll tell you what, I'm so hurt. I've got to lean against this pulpit. 
I'm just hurt. I don't know. It's my heart. They just tore my heart out of me. They just tore my heart out of me. I just, I can't go back. You know, you ought to save that drama for your mama, first of all, because I ain't buying that. But the other thing is, if you'd have had on the breastplate of righteousness, it wouldn't have hurt your heart. Because that dart would have, bang, just bounced right off. Because you didn't have on the breastplate. Amen. And then he said, take the belt of truth. I said, I believe, preacher, I believe. The Bible said the devils believe and tremble. You know better than the devil just because you believe. You've got to believe the truth. And Jesus said, I am the truth. Amen. So put on the belt of truth and tighten it up in the last knot. Then he said, take the shield of faith and you'll be able to quench those fiery darts of the wicked one. Then he said, take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And it's a sharp two-edged sword dividing asunder between joint and marrow, soul and spirit, discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. It cuts going in and cutting out, coming out. Praise God. Take that sword. Put on the gospel shoes. Amen. Put on the gospel shoes and you'll be able to tread on serpents and scorpions. Put on the whole armor of God. Now we've had a lot of fun. And I, I like for you to laugh because it makes you think and you'll receive something when you laugh that you wouldn't if you were frowning. But this is, this is very serious what I'm about to tell you. We are at a place right now to where our civilization has become demonized. Now, what I'm going to share with you, can, can you give me three minutes? I promise you I won't take more than, if you'll give me three minutes, I, I promise you I won't take more than 30. I want you... Well, I want you to turn to Romans chapter 1. God, God spoke, spoke to me. See, He speaks to all of us, but how many of you know that God ought to be talking to your pastor? If you want to hear from God and, and God says, I, you know, I, I want you to have a voice that you can hear, it's going to be the voice of your pastor. That's a, that's a very heavy responsibility to bear. But I want God to speak to me so that I can speak as the oracles of God. Uh, I don't know exactly when it happened. It may have been six months ago. It may have been longer. But God put it on me one Sunday to just start taking a stand against sin, whether it's abortion, homosexuality, gay marriage. And by the way, I guess you know that as of August the 20th, here in the great commonwealth of Virginia, gay marriage is legal. I guess you, did you get that? Somebody's clapping for that. We're going to cast them out this morning. I told you it was coming, though, didn't I? Didn't you hear me tell you that? And some of you said, oh, no, we voted against that. It doesn't matter if every person in the Commonwealth of Virginia votes it down when you've got a left-wing federal judge that legislates from the bench that gets his signals from Washington, D.C., from a president who says, I believe gay marriage ought to be the law of the land. From an attorney general that says, if you don't do it, it's unconstitutional and we've got to make it happen. It's going to happen for all 50 states. Mark it down. And the next thing to follow will be lawsuits from people who will come in here and mess with us and say, if it's the law of the land, then I deserve the right to be married in your church. I may not be a member of your church, but I want you to marry me because it is unconstitutional for you to deny me that right. Now, we've got all kinds of things that we built in it where we believe that marriage is between a man and a woman because the Bible says that. But see, that's, amen? But see, that's not going to satisfy them because really what they're up to is they want to destroy every church that preaches the truth. 
Isn't it funny how liberals don't want to discuss anything? Their idea of a discussion is shut up stupid. Because if you disagree with them, it doesn't matter if it came right out of the Bible, if God Himself opened His mouth and they heard God said it, if they believe something's right, they want to have it their way no matter what. Now I want to show you where that comes from. Turn with me to Romans chapter 1. This whole chapter is important. When this was brought to the attention, some of you don't like me talking about uh, the president. I pray for the president every day. You say, well, you know what, it's a racial thing, and you shouldn't, you shouldn't say that. You know what I, I've got to say to you? <laughs> and that's Greek for, you're wrong. Is it, oh, don't say, don't criticize him. Because are you a Republican? Are you a Democrat? I'm neither one of that. I'm a born-again believer. I I'm, I'm transcend all that stuff. Amen. And there's a lot of Republicans that are just as bad. Just because you got R behind your name, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm for righteousness. No, you're, you're for politics. That's what you are. And it's all about politics. So I'm not, I'm not speaking up for any side. I'm speaking up for God's side. But when our president was asked about what the Bible said about in Romans 1 about homosexuality, he said, oh, I'm not interested in an obscure passage that's found in Romans 1. Let me tell you what that obscure passage is. This is all a part of it. Verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. Does that sound like an obscure passage to you? Now watch this. He goes on to talk about the righteousness of God, and he talks about the just, judgment of God, the wrath of God against ungodliness. And how many know judgment is coming? This is a day of mercy. This is a day of grace. But there is a judgment day coming. And it says in verse 20, The invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Talking about the unbeliever. In other words, science. Truth is equal everywhere you find it. Science says there's a God. You know, I, I, I get uh, amused at some of these people says, You know, you can have surgery and you can actually become a woman if you're a man. You can become a woman. No, you can have a surgery, but you can't become a woman if you're a man because the DNA says you're a man. Hello. You can have surgery all day long. You're still a man. You can have surgery if you want to be a man, you're a woman. You're still a woman because the science is DNA. Now, they'll holler DNA, DNA all day long until you start talking about that. So no matter what kind of cutting you have done on you and no matter how many surgeries you have, DNA is science. Science says you're a man or you're a woman. Now watch this. The creation of things. What's it seen in, in the earth? tells you there's a God. The red cheek of the rose, the white dress of the lily, the swaddling bands of earth, the stars, the shining sequins in the vesture of God, passing breeze. Everything you see, cosmic rays of the sun, everything you see and feel says there's a God. But look at verse 21. Because that when they, who's what? They, the unbelievers again. When they knew God, they refused to glorify Him as God. No, God, we don't need you in the classroom. No, God, we don't need you in the courtroom. No, God, we don't need you to tell us what's right and what's wrong. Yeah, there's a God. DNA says there's a God. Science says there's a God. The earth says there's a God. You can see God in the majesty of a mountain. You can see Him in the beauty of a rose. Yes, there's a God. There must be a God. There's an infinite intelligence as a first cause. There's a ground of all existence. 
But we won't glorify Him as God. And we won't be thankful, but we'll become vain. Are you still with me? In their what? Imaginations. And their foolish heart was darkened. The Bible says God is light. Their foolish heart was full of sin and darkness. Professing themselves to be what? Why, have you ever heard talk, talk, talk to anybody that, that thinks that he's a genius about all things religious? Well, you're just blaming the devil. Every time I, I, I go on the social media talking about a message like I'm preaching today, there's always some knucklehead that'll put on there, oh, you're blaming, you're blaming a, 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 an imaginary, fictitious devil uh, because of what men do. And it says, when they professed themselves to be wise, they became fools. I got news for you, Bubba. There's a real devil. And they changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like the corruptible man. Now, what does that mean? That means that you worship yourself. You worship stuff you did and you made. And they changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served a creature more than the Creator who is blessed forever. Now, after you've done all that, now go all the way through that chapter and you can read it again when you get home. Look at verse 26. For this cause. What cause? Everything I just said. For this cause. Somebody said, you know, I believe they're predisposed. I believe they're born that way. I kind of think that's what it is. There's no doctor ever walked into a waiting room and announced to a waiting father, congratulations, your wife just had an eight-pound, six-ounce homosexual. For this cause, there is a spiritual connection. And by the way, before I get into this, let me tell you, because you all need to hear this. After 43 years of ministry, I've discovered that perversion is like a monster. It's like a snake, a serpent with all sorts of different heads. And we want to focus on homosexuality and act like that this is some kind of a privileged uh, 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 sickness or, or even an aberration. And now you don't want to call it a, a mental illness anymore. You used to call it that. But this is just a, a lifestyle and it's protected. It's, 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 it's protected because... Uh, you know, it's, it's not politically correct to talk about it, so it must be all right, and we somehow want to sanction it as if it's different from all the other uh, manifestations of perversion. Most of the people who are homosexuals that I've had the opportunity to minister and talk to, they can tell you they're, either their mother was raped by their father, there was some kind of a perversion that was introduced into that family. This is only a manifestation, one of many manifestations of that demonic evil that got into their home. So it's not, it's not like this is some kind of a privileged status. Well, I'm, I'm homosexual. I'm different from everybody else. No, no, I'm sorry. It just, it's, it's, it's the same root. Same root. Same root as pedoph uh, pedophilia. Same, same root as abuse, sexual abuse, rape. It's all the same. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men. Folks, do you realize this is written 2,000 years ago? And also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another. I had a man in this church 
after a church service, looked me in the face, this close to my face, and said, I desire a man sexually right now. I said, you better get out of my face. Because I ain't got no plan with no man. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm just telling you, I still have a desire. I've been delivered, but I have a desire. I said, brother, you ain't been delivered if you still got a desire. That's why it's called an abomination. See, you got to deal with you got to deal with the cause of this thing, not the symptoms. If you go to the doctor and you got a broke leg, you don't say, Doctor, you got any of that good salve you can put on this leg right here at a band-aid? You say, I don't think you're gonna to have to set this thing, and if it's a multiple fracture, compound fracture, you might have to do surgery on it, but it's gonna take more than a band-aid and some salve. I said, well, I, I'm just going to have to deal with this and this is, I've got to be true to myself. In other words, God deposited something in you that if you were to follow that, it would send your soul to hell for eternity. God did that to you. No, sir, He didn't do that. It took a demon. Now watch this. Now see, after today, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to lose some folks. I hate to tell you, but I'm going to lose some of you. Some of you are not coming back after today. Some of you are going to get mad and you're going to go and twist everything I've said. Well, he's a homophobe. He just hates people. I may be the, the, the most loving pastor in this whole town because I'm telling you the truth where a lot of other folks will let you sit out there and, that, and go to hell. But if that's what you want, you can go someplace where they won't ever mention this. They won't ever address this. But, but not here. And likewise, the men leaving the natural use of the women burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly. Now watch, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. Did you know one out of every 100 men in America has a, has a full-blown case of AIDS? They don't tell you that, do they? Where'd that come from? God says, this is your recompense. And even as they did not like to retain God in their nose. Don't talk to me about that, preacher. I'm looking for a sinner, I mean a seeker-friendly church. I'm looking for a church that won't address my sin. I'm looking for a church that'll let me sit in darkness. Here you are flooding the light on me, making me uncomfortable. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Reprobate means void of conscience. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without natural, without understanding, uh, covenant breakers without natural affection implacable you know what that means implacable it means they intentionally try to misunderstand unmerciful who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death not only do they do the same but they have pleasure in them that do them honey if that doesn't describe the church in the 21st century I don't know what does my wife told me when I first started preaching like this she said on the way home, she looked at me and tears were in her eyes. She said, I hate to tell you this, and I know you're going to do it anyway, and I'm not telling you you shouldn't have done it. But she said, you're going to lose people. There are people that will leave the church because of what you're preaching. 
but you do it because it's what God told you. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm just telling you, God just told me that. And you, be, you need to be ready for it. And I know that's true. But one of these days, I'm going to give an account to God. And I would rather hear God say, well done, good and faithful servant, than to meet you in hell and you're trying to kill the preacher that lied to you. He said, not only do you do this stuff, you applaud people that do it. You condone it. You say it's all right somehow. It's just not the modern thing to do, is it? To speak out against it. But judgment is coming. Now, here's the good news. Do you want to be set free from all this garbage? Do you want to be delivered from it? Do you want to have peace of mind? Do you want to be able to live a victorious life, an overcoming life? Then you can do it as of today. We're going to break the power of Satan over your life. It's time for us to pray right now. Will you believe God with me? Pray this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, your Son and my Savior. I claim Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. I am who you say I am. I am a child of God, and I have what you say I have. I have power with God. I claim victory over Satan, over sin, and over sickness in Jesus' name. Well, glory to God. Just give God praise right where you are. And now, pick up the phone and call me. Call me at 804-744-8881. Again, the number to call, no matter where you are, and this is going out around the world, but no matter where you are, here's the number to call, area code 804-744-8881. Tell me about what God's done in your life. And then when you call, request this book, The Supernatural World. I want to send it to you absolutely free in postpaid. There are chapters in here, The Supernatural World and Demons, The Supernatural World and Music, Supernatural World and Angels, and how you can defeat the devil. It's right here, and these are just simply Bible principles that are applicable. You can use them in your life to walk out uh, your faith and to live in victory. Again, the number to call is 804-744-8881. You know, once you give your heart to the Lord, the most important thing in your life is to find the right church. And by the right church, I mean a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, Spirit-filled church. That's the kind of church victory is. You can join us right here every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock for two full hours of praise and worship, ministry from the Word, and always a time together in His presence around the altar. The last Sunday in every month, we have two services. We have an additional service at 6 o'clock that we call our miracle service. And believe me when I tell you, God is confirming His Word with mighty signs and wonders and miracles. Don't forget Wednesday night, you can find us here in our family enrichment night service every Wednesday at 7 o'clock. At 8.30, we're walking out the door. But in that hour and a half, we have Royal Rangers for the Boys, Missionettes for the Girls, a dynamic youth program for teens called Battle Cry. We have The Vine for college and career age young people. We have Tots for Jesus. We have a nursery, second to none, and we have a Hispanic church worship service in the chapel, and I'm teaching in the main sanctuary. So we've got a lot we pack in to that hour and a half, but we want you to come and join us on Wednesday night. For more information, go to our website. That's victorytab.org, victorytab.org. 
And when you go there, check out Victory Battle Cries, our 24-hour radio internet uh, network. Around the world, people are listening. We get uh, messages from people all over the world that they're picking it up anytime, day or night, and just, you know, clicking on, and there it is. I've even got an app on my phone. I've listened to it in Israel and, and in South America. Wherever I am ministering, I can always get Victory Battle Cry. So be sure to check it out. And one last thing, when you're there on our website, remember that every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock, if you can't make it here, you can join us in worship by going to Ustream on our our, our uh, website. Just click on Ustream at 11 o'clock, and it's a full hour uh, with us right here at Victory Tabernacle. So check that out. Thank you for joining us today. May the Lord bless you. And until we're together again like this around the Word of God, remember the Bible says faith comes by hearing the Word of God. And here at Victory Tabernacle, faith brings the victory, and miracles still happen.